Can I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. Good advice. Good advice. Welcome to Nice Advice with Chuck Nice. Good advice. Good advice. That's good advice. Hey, this is Chuck Nice. I'm the host of Nice Advice. If you got a problem, we got the answer, whether it works or not. The worst person to give advice. There's a lot of people out there who try to give you advice. Here's what we do. We read advice columns, we figure out why they're wrong, and then we give you the real answer. You give such good advice. Hey, I am a professional comedian. Which means you may or may not want to take my advice. I suppose it's good advice. <laughs> this is nice advice. I've heard of the curse. So the Boston curse is the Boston curse. Oh, the Bambino. Curse of the Bambino. Yeah. Now you're telling me Chicago curse is the curse of the Billy Goat? That's correct. And why? How? Why? Well, according to Wikipedia, Chuck, the curse of the Billy Goat is a sports-related curse that was supposedly placed on the Chicago Cubs Major League Baseball franchise in 1945 when Billy Goat Tavern owner Billy Sayanus, Uranus, Billy Uranus, something like that, Sayanus, was asked to leave Game Four of the World Series against the Detroit Tigers at the Cubs' home ballpark at Wrigley Field because of the odor of his pet goat named Murphy was bothering the other fans. He was outraged and allegedly declared, "Them Cubs ain't gonna win no more." Which he, uh, which has been interpreted to mean there would never be another World Series game won at Wrigley Field. The Cubs have not won a World Series championship since 1908 or played in the World Series since 1945. Okay, let me just say, that's the dumbest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, mm. I'm never, I, I've never been more of a Cubs fan than I am right now there after you. hearing that. It's ridiculous isn't because. It? If I was in a ballpark and some asshole had a billy goat in the park, I'm the first person saying, excuse me, can you tell that dude to take his goat outside, please? I'm sorry. I mean, this is... This is Chicago in 1945, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's bringing goats Who's to Who's bringing goats anywhere? And by the way, why? Why? There was like a mascot of No, sort. why are you fucking a goat? Because that's the only way you would take a goat. You on a date with a goat? Hey, man. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> why, why are you judging him, Chuck? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> why are you judging him? It also reminded me, because I remember I saw this before. I just looked it up. There's also a Detroit Lions curse in football. Mm. The curse of Bobby Lane. In 1958, the Lions traded Lane to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Lane responded to the trade by supposedly saying that the Lions would not win for 50 years. Well, he was wrong, because it's been longer than that. Mm-hmm. All right. still haven't won. So he told them. Anybody oh. think that maybe these organizations just suck? <laughs> well, right. Look, the Chicago Cubs hired Theo Epstein from the Red Sox. He took about five years to build a team from within. He did a damn good job. Right. And yeah. now they have the possibility of going to the World Series, and right? And everybody's <laughs> copying them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, mm-mm. I'm, I'm so happy that the, the goat dude. <laughs> goat dude. Goat dude did not, you know what I mean? And where is, where's Jim Brewer when you need him? <laughs> the, yeah. Wait, they've attempts to break the curse. Sam Cyanus, the nephew of the guy, was brought into Wrigley Field with the goat multiple times in an attempt to break the curse. Uh, and, right, and, and actually blew him on the pitcher's mound. He actually blew the goat on the pitcher's mound, and it still didn't work. Interesting, though. Opening day, they brought him in 1984 and 89, and both years the Cubs made the playoffs and won the division those years. Coincidence or yes, not? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what that... It's not a coincidence. No, that is called the quintessential definition of a coincidence. <laughs> no, so you just don't believe, Chuck. You just don't believe. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> In 2003, the Chinese Zodiac Year of the Goat. 
Something happened. What? what? It's too much. Yeah, right, it's know. a dumbest. Right. It's a dumb curse. <laughs> it's a dumb curse. I hope they win so that they can get you know that goat off their back because that is just ridiculous. It's bad to the bone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh God. What a terrible, terrible thing. No, oh sorry. well. All right. My bad. All right. What should we do, man? Okay. Well, nice should... advice. What are you here for? You don't like me. <laughs> what should we do? Let's play. Let's play Parcheesi. Mm. I don't even know how to play Parcheesi. Oh my God! How could you not know how to play Parcheesi? Because I'm not as old as you. Thank you for that. Oh, boom! I'm so happy. <laughs> Just God, what is this? A presidential debate? What is your problem? What did I, I win? I, She's a, did, he's a crook. Chuck, you're a crook. Crooked Chuck. What did I do to you, Crooked man? Crooked Chuck. What are you doing? You're gonna kill the country. You should be in jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> You're black. Wrong. You're black. You should be in jail. Wrong. Right. You you should be in jail if you're black. Right. Clearly, you raped someone. You know, people, <laughs> people don't know that about uh, Donald Trump. Oh, you raped somebody? No. Don't say that. <laughs> even though it could be true. Um, <laughs> Isn't like 19 women just come out? He put his arms all over my dress. Yeah, exactly. I'm 77 years old now. Um, no. Uh, Central Park Five. So these guys were basically just uh, falsely accused of raping a woman in a park. The jogger? No. The jogger, yeah. The, so the guys were just basically falsely accused. Right. The police had them in custody. You know, they got false confessions from them. DNA evidence exonerated all of them. Okay? Yep. After DNA evidence proved that they didn't do it, and I believe the guy who did it confessed, Donald Trump took out a full-page ad and said these animals should be in prison. No way. I'm serious. I gotta find that. Serious, look it up. You know what I mean? And then, um... But nobody cares more about the African-Americans than Donald. He told you himself. Look at my African-American over there. Isn't he great? Huh? (laughs) Look at that. He's like a little black leprechaun. (laughs) Look at that. Look at his red, black, and green rainbow leading into a pot of coal. <laughs> oh boy! Oh uh, yeah! I didn't so. watch the last debate. Why not, man? It was great. I fell asleep in my son's bed. Well, you know what? You didn't miss anything because basically the, the, the same old shit. There's no debate with these two. They're so arguing, bickering like an old right. They're, they, that's all they do is argue. And you know, she, your husband raped more women than I did. Exactly, mm. and that's no, like, he didn't. And I'm just like, what hilarious. is? And then she tries to talk about some kind of substantive policy. You know, like so. You know, she tried to throw something in there, and he's just like, "Look at you! Look at your cankles! (laughs) You're about to pass out right now, aren't you? Yeah, Yeah, look at you! You're you're, so weak. You're under the weather. She does not have the temperament or the stamina to be president. Okay, (laughs) unlike myself, who has a lot of poise, very poised. Ah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, He's he's. Oh, God. Uh, All right, let's get into our show. It's called Nice Advice. And uh, I'm uh, I'm Chuck Nice. We're going to read some letters, and uh, we're going to tell you why those uh, answers to those letters suck, and then we're going to hopefully give you some real advice, right? If not, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just just listen and laugh. Just listen and listen. Laugh at their pain like we do, because it's (laughs) awesome. Makes makes us feel better about our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Here we go. Dear Chuck, I don't even know how to explain this etiquette tangle. My husband and I enjoy a stable marriage. My friend is also married to a great guy, and we see them a lot socially. That's nice. It is nice, isn't it? It's, it's, it's great when couples get together and do that kind of stuff. It's splendid. One recent evening after dinner at their house, and after some excessive goofing, flirting, and drinking, Ooh. they disappeared into the back of their house. 
I confess that I was quite tipsy. <laughs> so the following <laughs> snippet is what I remember with some assistance from later conversations with my husband. I followed our host, walked into their bedroom, saw them having sex, and fell down laughing on their bed. <laughs> oh, goodness! Look at you with your penis inside of your wife's vagina! <laughs> oh, it's so terribly entertaining! Okay. What is this, Downton Abbey? Yeah, yeah. well, in my, in my view, it is. You know what I mean? I see this like, you know, I see this as like uh, the master of the house is away, and this is what the chambermaids do. Like when. Uh, oh, holy cool if you had chambermaids. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be cool. Uh, then my husband came in and started making out with me. That's nice. The better you better you than uh, her. Well, the four of us continue until my friend's husband reached over and put his hand on my breast. My friend slapped his hand away, got up, and walked out. Oh. She was upset with her husband. I was upset with the whole situation. And my husband and I left quickly. For the rest of the night, my friend and I texted. She filled me in on the fact that they were having troubles in their marriage and her, and her husband is cheating on her. And that, that they were enormously unhappy. Not so unhappy, though, that they could disappear in the back of the house and start fucking in front of you. Right. Okay. Let me tell you something. If that's unhappy, I want to be unhappy. <laughs> if, that's what, if that's the definition of an unhappy marriage, please, please let me be unhappy. Where my wife just goes, come on, let's go in the back while, the whole, while we have company and start railing each other and you can grab a titty mm -hmm. <laughs> random one here we go right <laughs> my husband and i are so astonished, astonished at our own drunken stupidity but we don't want to lose our friends oh. of course you don't they're, they're great awesome great potential sex partners yeah. and they're having problems okay <laughs> how do we <laughs> how do we be respectful yet help with their struggles and their marriage and get us all back to normal I miss my friend. Oh. Signed, locked out. <clears throat> you weren't locked out when you were in their room. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're not locked out when the door is open. <laughs> Can't be locked out when the door is open. And by the way, you know, they knew what they were doing. Come on. Come on. You go in the same bed. They, right. It's yeah. like they knew exactly what you they were doing. You went home in your own bed. Right. And by the way, uh, you knew what you were doing when you fell down on the bed laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching for a nutsack. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, oh. yeah. Get out of here. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> this is what the woman writes back. And I know it's a woman. Of course. I mean. She calls them chaps? <laughs> no, she goes, apologize, apologize, and then apologize again. Ugh. Then send flowers. Ugh. In a couple of weeks, invite them to a small dinner party with two other couples. Oh. And if you don't invite the friendliest boars of your acquaintance, you're not the bright woman I take you for. Marriages are ever-changing, Miss Locked. There will be a new quagmire replacing this little muddle in no time. So enjoy your husband. I mean, how many good husbands do we have? What the fuck did that mean? Quagmire? I don't know what any of that means. That's what I thought of. All right. All right. All right. He's the best character ever. Ever. Love Quagmire. Oh my God. I can't believe you just pulled a Quagmire reference. I didn't. She did. Oh, that's awesome. 
I don't know what this woman means. I mean, she sounds like she's Audrey Hepburn or something yeah. from On Golden Pond. And by the way, apologizing means nothing. Norman, the, you old bird. And the woman is not mad at you. Here's what happened. They're having some problems. They felt like being sexually adventurous would probably help them, you know, maybe get through their problems, maybe spark something within them inside of their relationships, but spark something emotionally or maybe spark something in, in, in an attraction that would add some excitement. But what people don't realize is when your relationship is not working, then sex is not going to make it work. Only for about 30 to 45 seconds. Not even that. It's like, you know, um, it's just it, it, the, the two the two are almost mutually exclusive unless you have a really deep bonding relationship with your with your significant other, your spouse, your girlfriend, whatever, you know. But it, it, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you too many people I know who actually have that deep emotional bond that is attached to sex. You mean like the like Sting, like the, yeah, like the, Sting and Trudy, yeah, the, the, yeah, the tantric, that tantric sex. Yeah. yeah, while he's sitting there playing the lute, <laughs> and she's sitting on top of his penis, and and he's just like you know, he's singing songs from Ten Summoners Tales for seven hours straight. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different level. I know Russians love their children mm. too, you know, so whatever. Uh, but the fact is that <laughs> it is very. <laughs> It is very, very difficult for <laughs> for your emotional self and your sexual self to be connected in a relationship. Now, mind why is she keep me mad at her friend? Mind no. you, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have this kind of relationship right. where your sexual self, your emotional self are bonded together. And but that's not what happened here. What happened here was you got drunk, you got freaky, right. Now, you know what you did. You, you left the door open. You Well, they left the door That's open. That's what I'm saying. Right. And then you went through that open door. Now, <laughs> Right. And now you could have seen them when you walked up to the door and the door was open and you seen them banging. You could have right. walked around. You could have walked around. away. You know, oh, oh, dear. Oh. She fell onto the bed. Oh, my. Oh, dear. Look at that. They're, <laughs> I believe they're actually having coitus. Like, you could have done that. But instead, you, what walked in, you walked in and fell down on the bed. So you know what you were doing. You know you, what you were you doing. You wanted some strange. Then your husband comes in. He's like, hell yeah. And Right? And then... Uh, you know, the two guys were hoping they'd swap. Of course. Right. They're like, oh, damn it. Are you looking. kidding me? The two guys yeah. are always hoping they'd swap. Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. So, of course, you know I've done this once. Okay, right? What? So, yeah. What? So me and a buddy of mine, not with my oh, wife. Oh, say. Not with my wife, man. My, are you kidding Chuck me? Chuck just gave me that look from hell. He just <laughs> he just gave me looks that kill. He's like, you talking about my wife? Are I you crazy? No, I wish my wife was a whore. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Oh, at least for one night. Okay, Shit. maybe one night. Okay. Just one more night. Give me just one, one more, more night. night. Why do you like all one white boy songs? One more night for you to be a whore. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, like, why do you like white boy songs? <laughs> what kind of fun? Fucking Phil Collins. What are you doing, man? You're a disgrace to your race. I am. All right, so here's the deal. At least an uh, easy lover. So I mean, it, we got Philip Bailey on. Oh, there. that's Philip yeah. Bailey. That's right. Yeah. Easy lover. All right, that's enough of that. So here's the deal. So my buddy, my buddy and I are dating two friends. They're, the girls are friends. He and I are friends. He starts dating the one girl, and he goes, "Yo, man, her friend is single. It'd be kind of cool if we hooked up." All four of us, we could that way I, I could hang with you, they could hang with each other, we could do things together. Cool. So one night, 
we are all chilling at his girl's house. We're watching TV and we're drinking and drinking. And then all of a sudden we're drinking and doing blow. <laughs> I was waiting for that. And then all of a sudden the TV, it's like, we don't even know what's on it. <laughs> Those two start getting into it like super hot. The girls? No. Oh, my, my buddy right. and his girl. And then all of a sudden he whips her like he whips her titties out and he's like all up on him. Yeah. And he actually made those he made those sounds. Did he? Yes. Which is really what turns me off. <laughs> I gotta be oh, yeah. seriously, when I hear that I'm like, oh my God. Oh, this it's like my own natural Viagra. So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so now, now, now she's sitting there, right? Like her, she's a super busty girl, and like, she's a super busty girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're going at it. So of course, you know, I'm. We start going at. It. So then, like, it was almost like we were playing uh, couples coitus poker, because so he pulls out her breast. He's going at it. So then I'm going at it with my girl. So then all of a sudden she lifts up her skirt and gets on top of him. So I'm like, oh, snap. So, you know, my girl starts going down on me. So now I'm like, like, I'll see your cowboy ride and I'll raise you a BJ, you know, <laughs> then she takes off her top and 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 I'm like, uh oh, it's getting real up in here. I mean, we're basically having an orgy right now, except we're not involved with one another, which is what you wanted. I, listen, I I wanted an actual orgy. I don't care. <laughs> I really didn't care. I was like, I'm I'm down for anything at this point. She had big boobies. Oh, um, God, yes. And yeah. I love and big you wanted, boobies. You wanted a motorbike. You know, I love big boobies. Yeah. And and by <laughs> the way, I'm high. I'm drunk. Big boobs are everywhere because the girl I was dating had huge cans too. Ah. God, I am so sorry to any woman who is listening to this and is Sexist. totally like, you know, weirded out. I'm not this guy anymore, but this, <laughs> what can I say? There these goes are, the Chuck Nice 2020 run. Yeah, these are all yeah. true stories, so what can I do? They're going to anyway, play this back when you're running for president. Anyway, um,. Before you know it, we're we're into it, like you know, because you know it, it, it's uncomfortable to be fully clothed and have an orgy. Who made the first move with the swap? Uh, he did. He, he touched, tried he touched your balls. It, well, no, he put a finger in my ass, <laughs> and you know, uh, I got so excited. <laughs> he hit the prostate, <laughs> right? And then I just at that point exploded, and that, and it was over. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. What happened was we never talked about it again. No, we're right next to each other because we're on the couch. Right. So he basically did what every man would do. You know, the first thing that you do, okay, when you're want to see if something's going to happen, is you grab a titty, like the like, the, like, like just the like right here. Yeah. That's the classic move. Grab a titty, you know. And uh. The girl I was with, she was like letting it happen. So I grabbed his girl's titty, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, this is this is happening." You're like reaching around, right hand on well, titty. Yeah, well, no, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, cool." Uh, and then um, he tried to make the move towards the like, you know, like repositioning himself to get to her, 
And that's when his girl was just like, nah, nah. Too much? Too much. Ah, too much too soon. Should have let I it go. I got so excited for the rest of that story and he just totally died. Nope. Too much, too much too soon. It never happened again, did it? Uh, no, plus he finished too soon. Oh. I think touching my girl at the same time excited him. Uh, that, that would work. Yeah, and he finished too soon. And but which I don't understand because we were doing coke and like you should not be able to like anyway he must have been I don't know super dick yeah I'm so uncomfortable talking about this now I don't know what to do (laughs) anyway long story short when it was over it was over and then uh, me and her continued attaboy because I had to finish so yeah man on a mission anyway long story short here's the deal you knew what you were doing this couple was having problems you're never getting your friends back because you're always going to have that uncomfortable moment by the way, the, the uh, hey, friends, but I said, look, your husband, we were hammered. He touched right, my tail. Get that's over it. it. That's the point. You got to get over it, and you never speak of it again. Yeah, get over it. Yeah, you get over it, and you yeah, never. You want to touch it? You touch my titty. Right. So, g- so guess what? That's what we did. We continued to hang out. His girl was not cool with what was going on. She stopped it. But guess what? We just never talked about it because that's what you do when something is really, really uncomfortable. You just act like it never happened and you never talk about it again. Or you try to get the both girls or just yourself. See, now you got to go one step further <laughs> and you're really going to ruin the relationship. You knew you tried it. You thought about no, it. No, I did not. No, no. Liar. No, 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 no. You want some hoes up in there? Yeah, yeah, his girl wasn't all that hot. Ah, just the big boobies. Yeah, just love the big boobies. But anyway, yeah. So here's the thing. Get over it. You're yeah. you're all adults. You tried to have a sexual time together. Like nothing really happened. Nothing really happened. Yeah. You, you were your husband was drunk. He put a hand on a titty, or her husband was drunk and put a hand on a titty. Big deal. Big daggone deal. Yeah, it's okay? just a titty. It's just a titty, and yeah. I was drunk. Yeah, right. Who doesn't get drunk and put a hand on a titty? I, you know what I mean? Oh. I've done that, and then afterwards, you've been like, I'm sorry, sister. I'm sorry. <laughs> sister, was, like the nun or your yeah. sister? <laughs> Either way, it's bad, right? <laughs> I don't know. One's worse than the other. <laughs> Which one is worse, the nun or your sister? Your sister. I yeah, worse. I think that's worse, too. Yeah, yeah. The nun's really just a chick under all that garb. Ew. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. I'm sure there's been a hot nun here or there. Oh, God, there's several. Is there? Mm. You would know, you sick bastard. In the porn that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freakonomics. Oh, God. Oh, wrong podcast. Sorry, wrong podcast. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah, so get over it. Okay. However, it was a funny letter. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the way she laughed and fell into the bed. Mm-hmm. Which is, listen. Who laughs? I'm going to try that. I'm just going to try. I'm, Who but, are you, whose house are you going to be in that's banging in the back? Well, no. I'm, with your wife. I'll be in the tree watching them. <laughs> yeah, with your binoculars. Right, with my binoculars. <laughs> You'll laugh and fall out of the tree. <laughs> I'll fall out of the tree onto the bed. <laughs> so. Honey, is a black man in our apartment. Shoot him. Yeah, actually, Shoot I just. Him. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that back. I will not be in the tree with the binoculars. Yeah, you know, sometimes I forget there are certain challenges to being black, and being up in a tree with binoculars is one of them. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Here we go. Here's our next one. Do it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of race, good segue, bro. You're welcome. Here we go. Um, dear Chuck, my fiance's parents disapprove of my color. I'm black and Filipino, and he's white. By the way, she's black and Filipino. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Hot. Hot. Yeah. 
hot. Almost like yeah, yeah. Almost get dropped on her head as a baby. Had had had, had no one of the uh, girl I worked with, black and Filipino. Oh, and just would not talk to me at all. So she at, knew you. That's why. Nah, no. Nah. She knew your deal. Didn't like black guys. Oh, that I, too. Yeah, I said you should at least like half of me, <laughs> or at least half of you should like me. Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, self-hating. <laughs> Despite that, the first words out of my fiance's mouth when we met were. I'm going to marry you. First he, words? Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, that is a little creepy. And by the way, he was lying. Um, <laughs> he's handsome, steadfast, loyal, and intelligent. Is this a guy or a dog? <laughs> God. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> but since our engagement, I've been plagued with doubts about him. I've always had a picture of how successful a man in his 20s should be. And though he's made strides, I'm disappointed with his reluctance to stand up to his parents. What is he putting into our relationship? The way that he's turning out and where he is financially and personally are very disappointing to me. On top of these reservations, I have to live with the fact that his parents will never be a part of our lives. And my parents lost their minds when I moved in with him instead of finishing my master's. And when he didn't ask for their blessing, which I felt was dis which they felt was very disrespectful. Chuck, why couldn't she finish her master's still after she moved in? Uh because you you can't finish your masters when you have a perfect excuse of blaming your boyfriend who moved into your house. <laughs> that's a you know that's a perfect that's excuse. Ridiculous. Uh, sorry, sorry. No worries. Uh, signed. Oh, I want to be with him, but at what cost? You mean how much can he make? <laughs> yeah, so basically. Buy a Louis Vuitton. Signed. Know. Enough disappointments. Damn it. <laughs> Too young, too stupid. God, yeah, well, yeah, first of all, none of this is right. I mean, this oh. this is just somebody who she's an idiot. Yes. And, and listen, she's just an idiot. Um, here we go. Uh, dear damn it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. That's a nice ring to it. Yeah, dear damn it. His parents are asses, but I get the feeling that even though he sounds great on paper, you don't even like this dude, let alone love him enough to battle down any cultural discouragement. So, because parental opposition usually drives young peoples into elopement, and because you're dragging your feet and doubting, I believe it's time to throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. I just hope it's not already monogrammed. Oh, 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 good oh, one. Look at you. Oh, was that? Oh, oh, that was so. Chuck, she's going to start taking some of your comedy dates. Oh, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, you should be. I am worried. That's some funny shit right there. Yeah, well, guess what? Oh, both of these people, the person who answered it is, uh, is an idiot to me, and this girl is, she really needs help. The only reason uh, you, you like the, the girl who wrote it better is because she's probably hot. Not probably. Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. I mean, seriously. She's a gold digger, too. Yeah. So gold diggers are usually Filipino and black, and a gold digger? Yeah. Come on. This girl's smoking. Money. And by the way, ladies, let me just tell you, I do not hate on the gold digging game, okay? All right? Men are adults, and they should be adult enough to understand that you are with them because you want something. You want some Duh. money. And, you know, if, if that's what the guy wants, and all, if everybody's happy and everybody's making an adult decision, you know, I don't get it. I hear I hear women talk about gold diggers like with such disdain, like, oh, that bitch is a gold digger. She doesn't know. Oh, so what? Listen, she's making it happen for herself. It's obvious. Well, she's given something to get it. Maybe. Usually. The, the best gold diggers don't even Give do anything. Oh, right. That's when you know your game is tight. They lead them along. They lead yeah, them on. Yeah, just, ooh, just get the money.
Well, I watched. You ever see a ninety day fiance? No. What's that? Do you know what it is? It's a real reality show where like they have ninety days to get married. You know, because of a green card and all that shit. Okay. And uh, one of the I can't watch it anymore. I watched it once, but this guy spent seventy thousand dollars giving this hot Ukrainian girl like all mm-hmm. these gifts and shit, and she's still fucking leading him of, on. Of course. And he's still led by the nose, like oh, I love her. I was like, you're a fucking moron. That's right. You Poor are. Guy. A, and guess what? You said it. You're his, a moron. His family told him, and everybody's telling him. He just you know he's just blinded by that hotness. Yeah. Well, guess she, what? You, see, like, you ever see a but gold see, digger like in her eyes, look in her eyes? But see, here's yeah. my point. When you're a dude. And you are shallow enough to want a woman solely for the way that she looks, so that not you, even shallow, but even the low self-esteem. Like he didn't like believe in himself. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, yeah all yeah, of that. Yeah. But you want to wear that woman like a piece of jewelry. Yes. That's what the problem Good is. Point. Which means you're objectifying her on a level that makes you really fucked up too. Or you're making love as an image rather than love as a feeling. Right. And yeah. so either way, guess what? You need help. You need to go talk to somebody professional. You yeah. don't need a girl in your life. And so you get what you deserve. Yeah, you know you can. I don't. I don't. I whose don't. Whose fault get, is it anyway? Listen, whose fault is it anyway? It's his fault. That's yeah. right. So all and she, he gave her, he gave his password to her, his phone. She's erasing his phone and mm-hmm. all this crazy shit. I was yeah. like, oh, what are you doing, dude? But anyway, this guy's parents do not like you because you're Filipino and black. I mean, if that were the least, that's the least of your problems. Right. That really is the least of your you're problems. You're looking for a guy in his twenties to be making bank, right? Most guys yeah. in their twenties do not make bank. Absolutely. And you're yeah. looking to get married in your twenties. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, there's something wrong with you to begin with. So here's what I'm gonna say. Tell him, Chuck. Um, you know those things that you do? Don't do those things. Don't be you. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. There you go. Well, Stop being you is my advice to you, lady. And just know everyone in their twenties is an asshole. Uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's all there Wait is. Wait it out till he's thirty. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, because the you can overcome the racial thing, you know, you can overcome that if you want it. So uh, yeah, okay, and enough disappointments. And what makes you think that you're not a disappointment? That's all yeah. I'm saying. So, all right, let's go to mm, mm, mm. ooh, ooh, mm. oh, ooh, I think this might be oh, a good. Oh yeah, one. give me that one. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Just like that. All right, here we go. Great, dear Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. It is getting Ooh. late. We're here too late. Uh, Sweating here. Jose's here. Jose right. is downstairs. <laughs> All right, tell Jose we're coming. All right, here we go. Let's do this last Who one. Who is it? Jose Cuervo? No, I wish. All right, here we go. Dear Chuck, I'm a 26 year old woman with a wonderful job and a beautiful man in my life. I am totally in love and I don't want anyone else but him. Unfortunately, he doesn't know anything about my past. From high school up and through college, I enjoyed sex with pretty much anyone I pleased. Wow. If I liked a guy or a girl, I would bed them. Bed them? Bed them, yeah. She talks like that. I like the way she talks. You do? Mm-hmm. Mm, slut. <laughs> I like sluts. <laughs> I, I was talking about you. Oh. Uh. I, I, <laughs> I like, like me. me. <laughs> I even dabbled. I even dabbled in escorting because it seemed like a wow. great way to earn money doing what I love. Wow, which she is went, which is orgasming. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Uh, I'm afraid to tell him of my past because I know he won't approve, and I think it will change everything. I'm afraid he'll leave because his last girlfriend hurt him by cheating on him, and I really don't know what to do. Signed, whore, sex lover, oh. whore. <laughs> <laughs> well, she get to get paid to have sex. Yeah, well, this, no, no, listen. She said, look, I love getting laid. I might as well get paid. 
Whoa. You know? Nice rhyme. Yeah, I'm like the Johnny Cochran pimp. <laughs> Johnny Cochran pimp. You love getting laid. Why not get paid? <laughs> <laughs> Call this number right now. If it doesn't fit, must be my dick. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. All right. Rest in peace, Johnny. There we go. Yeah. Uh, here's what the Roman lights Dear said. Whore. Dear sex lover, stop saying whore. <laughs> stop shaming this woman. Sorry. She can love sex all she wants. Yeah, I see. I can. I cannot. See, here's the thing. I cannot. I can't like shame a woman because like when it comes to being a whore, like I don't believe there's many women out there who've been a bigger whore than me. Have you ever been paid for sex, Jack? I don't. I take the fifth. Oh, um, my bad. Strike oh, out from a record. <laughs> yes, please do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, lover, no relationship can live on a lie. You have no choice but to be truthful if you really love him. Oh, please. Okay, let me tell you something. First of all, worst advice. Worst ever. advice ever. By the way, most relationships are built on a lie. <laughs> okay? An elaborate lie that you try to keep in play for as long as possible. A house of cards that is teetering on the brink of destruction <laughs> at all times if it wavers too far one way or the other. And all you're trying to do is keep things in a place where you can make sure that that collapse doesn't happen. That's all you can do in a relationship. Because the truth is no, no, no. You don't want to let him know about this past. That's it. Now, you say you love him. Now She are, can, like, you know, say I was promiscuous. Yeah, you can say that. And listen, so check this out. One time I was- I, You're telling I, people you're getting paid for sex. So I dated this girl. She's an actress. Um, Halle Berry? I wish. You know, Ric Flair said he had sex with Halle Berry on his podcast. Okay. He probably did. He probably did. He said 90s after David yeah, Justice. Probably. Yeah. It's very she, possible. She denied it, of she course. She looks like she had some problems. I'm sorry. <laughs> Halle Berry looks a little crazy to me. I'm yeah. telling you right now. She looks like. First of all, I saw that scene that she did with Billy Bob Thornton in that movie where. Monster? She, yeah, so, Monster. Right, and yeah. she's just like, just make me feel good. <laughs> Just make me feel, and I'm like, that's what the fuck I'm trying to do, okay? Yeah, if you just, acting. yeah, if you just stop crying, <laughs> maybe we can get to the feel good part. But yeah, she wasn't acting. There seems to be something very wrong with her. But anyway, um, <clears throat> um Sarah Jessica Parker. No, okay, no, I'm not about it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, we went out, right? And we and and we Cal went out. No, no, no. I only had sex with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we go out, right? And then she says, um, "I I make the the very like uh, amateurish move of saying to her, asking her, so how many how many men have you been with?'" Oh, jeez. And she says to me with a straight face, "I don't know. Around I don't know. Must be somewhere around three fifty. Whoa." And I went, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of dick. Right. And then she was like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Somewhere around 350. Good for her. She's busting your balls, it sounds like. Right. I, and, right. and then I went, oh, well, so how? <laughs> how do you have time right. for all that? And then she went like this. Seriously, what difference would it make if it's three guys or 350 guys? 
uh, are, I'm with you right now. I mean, or are we together or are we not? And that was the last time I ever asked a woman wow. how many men you've been with. That's impressive. That's yeah. a great answer. Because well, it was. So what difference does it make? Well, your vagina might be, the, you know, like a baseball bat in a garbage can. Well, well it know? could be, but it oh. was. And I had already had sex with her. Oh. So clearly the sex was good enough to keep us together. We wanted to be with each other sexually. So really, Why did you ask Chuck? Did you feel insecure at that moment? I well, felt insecure, to be honest, because she was a. Star. a she was a well one. She, yeah, she was an actress. Two Lola Falana. <laughs> Lola Falana could be my grandmother. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. These I got Tourette's. I don't know where these names are coming from. Yeah, and who says she was black anyway? Um, she was a showgirl. Yeah, stop it. Her name was Lola. <laughs> Anyway, long story short, um, <laughs> I was a little insecure because she was really like, she was aggressive and great in bed and just, you know, and everything was feeling good. And I was, you know how when it's just like, okay, all You're of this is, yeah, all of this is too good. It just can't, something's got to be wrong here. I'm going to fuck this up. Right. Something's wrong here. And you know, and that's like a juvenile male way of screwing up a relationship because you really just don't want a commitment and you feel like, well, you know what? This could really work for me. I could kind of hang out with this girl for like ever and <laughs> ever. Oh my God. And I, but wait, I'm scared. And you know, <laughs> and then you start doing stupid stuff. Uh, but like asking how many men she slept. Yeah, exactly. Not the dream. And so she I never asked a woman again, you know. But the truth is, um Is he asking or is she just feeling guilty about her past? No, she's just feeling guilty. Right. So my thing is this if you're just feeling guilty, what would it do? Would it hurt him more to tell him or would it hurt him more if he found out? So that's that's where. First of all, how's he finding out? That's my diary? point. Right. So and like, you know, no, we, we, listen, we spend too much time in the past, don't we? Right. It's, and so it's, it's the past. It's why gone. are you worried about it? So why are you sitting there beating yourself up because you like dick and you went out there? You know how many guys are right now married? They have children. They come home every day. They make love to their wife and think about the fifteen hundred chicks that they've banged in their life before they got married. Do you know how many guys do that? Just one. His name is Chuck Nice. No. <laughs> 15. Oh, I got your number. Oh, okay. God, I'm joking. I don't know how many women. It's way more than that. Who knows? I don't know. It's probably not that much. I don't know. Who cares? 75,000. Ah, oh, God, no. Um, but That's disgusting. Two at a time like Fredo no. in Miami. No, yeah. but I'm, all I'm saying is the past is the past. Why are you living in it? Clearly, he likes you. You like him. Nobody's worried about it. Just go on with your life, yeah. man. Go on with your life. Now. Forgive yourself. Right. If if one of the three hundred and fifty guys that you've banged shows up, you know that's, they ain't showing up. Right, that's a different story, and clearly they're not showing up because no. nobody showed up. Now, why would they show up at all? Come on, you know. Or maybe she's getting the itch to like have but see, this lots is, of multiple random dick again. This is un no, and girls. Too, no, she said. Yeah, and girls. And but here's the problem: if that's the case, well then you she need, shouldn't be in a relationship. Now you shouldn't be in a relationship. Or you need help. Yeah. Don't don't do that. But the real deal is this: this is the kind of crap that society places on women that women feel that men don't. Men are studs, women are whores. Yeah, and yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like it's the same like every guy has this story right here. And yep. not one guy is writing to anybody. I don't know I if I should tell my wife that I've had sex with not only women but goats. Like you know, it's no. Yeah, anytime I've been asked how many girls I had sex with, I always divide by ten and give the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, all right. That's the show. Okay. 
did we help anybody? No. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, listen, this is play uh, play.it. You know what I mean? That's where we are. Make sure you find nice at dice on play.it and make what, sure you nice, find nice what? Did I say nice at dice? Nice at dice. <laughs> nice at dice. Oh. Hey. It's nice at dice. <laughs> oh. Little Miss Muffet sat on the tuffet and then I said, "Can I get you anything?" Nice at <laughs> dice. Oh. Okay. Little boy blue, he needed the money. Oh. oh. Okay. I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, please find us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please. Give us five stars and leave really good comments. And please make sure that you share the show. More importantly, when you see it, don't like it. Retweet it. Share it on Facebook. Send it to your friends. Instagram you, it. Instagram it. If you Snapchat like the show, help it. us out. Get out here, Nice Nation. We need you. And I love you. And so until next time, that I'm Chuck Norris. That was heartfelt. That was. That I was. Love, yeah, yeah, I felt yeah, it over did here. Did you feel it? Yeah. 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 Until next time, I'm Chuck Nice. If you got a problem, we got the answer, whether it works or not. <laughs>